Welcome to The Contemplative Life. Three pastors, friends, and spiritual companions help us explore spirituality through a contemplative lens. I'm Christina Roberts. I'm Chris Roberts. I'm Christina Kaiser. We're glad you joined us. Well, good morning. It is great to be with you. Today, we wanted to talk a little bit about the art of hospitality and In the scriptures, Jesus repeatedly engaged with people in a way that offered mutual love and respect, going to parties, graciously receiving their hospitality. And one thing that I find interesting is that Jesus never said, I'm for you, you're not for me. Instead, Jesus was open to this human experience of being with And so I think this is a big paradigm shift. So I want to open it up talking about the art of hospitality and this notion of mutual participation in the lives of those that we come into contact with. So what do we think today? Well, we were just on a little trip and our family needed hosting, uh, which I always think is overwhelming because... There's six of us, right? And so um, our friend, she just showed us the beauty of abundance and all that there can be. Like she found a way to get four air mattresses, like Tetris into one bedroom. It was so lovely. And I have had some anxiety about traveling uh, over the last couple of years. And so I just found her presence, you know, in the mornings to be so helpful and so calming. But we got to the end of our trip and, you know, there had been moments like our youngest had knocked on her door pretty early in the morning one day and I was like, no, don't do it. And she was like, oh, I loved it. That was so wonderful. It was so precious. And let's do this again next year. And <laughs> I think there is just something about the connection that we receive and the way that we enjoy abundance in the context of hospitality and the way that you know, we've talked in the past about those brain chemicals, the way that we experience relationship in the middle of it, the laughter and what that does for us internally. I find it interesting that hospitality is something across every culture, every religion, every time, that this is a hardwired thing in us as humans to both give and receive hospitality. And I remember years ago being struck by a scripture where it was sort of noting attributes that one would have in a leadership position. And there's things that you would expect, like, you know, generosity or things like that. But hospitality was listed as one of those things. And it was so interesting to me that, you know, back in the ancient church, that this was something of such high value that they noted, if you're going to be a leadership in this community, you need to be one that is hospitable. And so from that, I think I've really internalized that and noticed how hospitality does. It breaks down barriers. It allows the connection, like you're, you're naming Chris, it's not the us versus them, but somehow we're just all humans sharing together. So I, I appreciate the span that hospitality offers. One of the things that comes to mind for me is the notion of people who are in the you know, caregiving profession or the helps profession, whether you're a doctor, a nurse, you're a teacher, you're a pastor, where where it's your profession to sort of care for other people. And I think in these different professions, it's really tricky to um, have this notion of mutuality. You know, like I'm learning, I went to school, I'm doing all this to offer it to a certain 
set of people, mental health as well. People who are are working with those who have mental challenges. You know, I'm, I'm doing all this to help better society. And so I think one of the challenges that I've seen is I can do this for you, but I kind of put up these walls and won't let your life interfere with me or touch mine in certain ways. And so as I bring that forward, this notion of the challenges of mutuality, what comes up for you guys? I appreciate that you're naming that. I think um, early on, someone said to me, you know, people are sometimes going to want to like do something nice for you because of all the things that you do for them. And you need to um, say thank you and receive that. And that is a long struggle for sure. I, I, I resonate with what you're saying uh, because I often feel more comfortable giving than receiving. It is difficult for me to receive, to kind of sit back and take that in and let somebody offer me love. I always think, oh, no, no, let, let me help you. So it is actually a practice to be able to receive that love. Um, so thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> I find there's a difference between receiving the hospitality of a meal or food, those sorts of things. And I wonder, Chris, if you're talking about the re- receiving the hospitality of being seen and known and having space to share your story in a hospitable setting. You know, I think it's one thing when I go to my spiritual director, I know that the expectation is for me to take up space in the room and to share my story and for it to be pretty centered on me. But I think in hospitable settings, I'm very mindful of the other in the room. And I do think it's important, like you're mentioning, that there are times where my own vulnerability needs to show up and to receive from their willingness to listen to me, which I agree with you. I think that that's for those in the health profession, of which I am one of those, um, I think it's a role reversal. It's a paradigm shift. And I appreciate that about Jesus, which we named earlier, that when he went into these settings, he didn't just teach and give and in part, but there seemed to be a receiving that he did as well in multiple stories um, in the Bible. And so I, I think that's an important aspect. It's funny that you mentioned, uh, you, you distinguished the breaking of bread or eating together versus, you know, being in a setting where there's the sharing of each other's souls, you know, where you're, where you're talking and sharing and just noticing in a lot of our spaces, we've remove this idea of breaking bread. We we kind of keep everything sterile and how important eating together can be and how that sort of just is the great leveler. It just levels the playing field. Uh, I think there's something to be said when you sit down and eat a meal with someone, uh, it, it just breaks down barriers. And uh, that's, I think that's one thing that I find I want to like, how do I, how do I bring the breaking of bread into my experiences? And and it could be in small ways. Like, can I offer you some water or can, can I offer you a mint or a gum? It could be a small thing, but how can we bring these leveling of the playing field experiences in, into our setting? I think it is important to distinguish because as we're talking about the art of hospitality, perhaps what comes to mind is Martha Stewart or Pinterest or something like that. The art of, you know, beautiful landscapes and tables and all of that sort of thing. 
which of course is part of it. But I, I think what we're distinguishing here is the soul level of hospitality, you know, as a contemplative person, what does it mean to yes, offer whatever it is that we're offering on that level of food or the practicalities, but really creating a space where in that there could be the laughter or the fun or the comfortableness or the vulnerable sharing or whatever that might be. That to me is a different type of hospitality that I think we're naming today. Yeah, it feels a little bit like an I see you hospitality and that is difficult to experience because so much of our lives might like in the workplace, we might feel like, Oh, I need to uh, show what I know or contribute in a certain sort of a way there, there aren't so many spaces where somebody just says, thank you so much for being here. It's so good to be with you. And like looks you in the eye and means it in some way. And so food certainly can communicate that beautiful spaces can communicate that, but there is something about, you know, even just sharing a glass of water and intentionally savoring this moment between us, uh, which I have, I, I observed it maybe a year ago in some new friends of mine, and they, it has so inspired me that, you know, when I am even on like Zoom calls now, that I just want to be sure to see each person, to look them in the eye and make as much connection and communicate that I am present with you as much as possible. It just changes everything. There's this closeness that immediately uh, begins to bloom. Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. And, uh, I, you know, as, as we're talking about, it's interesting that we're using the word art of hospitality. And I talked to a, quite a few individuals that I guess they notice the hospitality that I offer. And, you know, I think one of the things that you're bringing up is like beautiful place settings and an inviting environment. You know, I think I've definitely grown in hospitality over the years, but I think a lot of people can have the mindset of you're either born with it or you're not, or you either have it or you don't. And I think I just want to note that this is something that can be cultivated. This is something that can be uh, learned. And so it's trying this experiment and seeing how it goes. It's, it, it, it's trying another experiment. And one of the things that comes to mind as well is, you know, we had some individuals over recently and uh, it was kind of one of these crazy, Hey, we're, we're going to be leaving the country for, for a while. And, you know, I know we were scheduled to get together, but can we get together sooner because things are happening at a much quicker pace. And, you know, of course we wanted to offer hospitality and make it happen and make it work, but it kind it kind of put us in a frenzied state. Like we got to get the house ready and it came a moment where, Hey, it's more important to be settled and to be welcoming rather than have the space all nice and neat. And, you know, I think back on that experience and it was the, it was the gesture of making something happen quickly. It wasn't, you know, I wish the, the grass would have been a little bit shorter in our yard. I wish uh, we had some rain and some sticks out in the yard. I wish some things would have been picked up to receive someone to have a welcoming space. But I think one of the things that I noticed is, you know, we didn't get to some of those exterior things, but we became very present whenever they were actually in the room and they noticed that. And so they commented several times, thank you so much for making this happen. 
Thank you for the food. Thank you for, you know, being present to people is probably more important than any place setting or exterior. And I think, I think sometimes we can be distracted by, you know, the outward aesthetics rather than the inward space that we, that we um, offer to individuals. A hundred percent. I agree with that. And I do think, again, that's maybe some of the distinguishing factors that we're talking about today from the Pinterest versus the art of hospitality on maybe a soul level that, you know, getting a pizza from Costco and gathering around that, you know, we've done that often this summer around the pool and invited our neighbors to join us for dinner or the kids can invite friends and we'll have a little gathering. And it's not about the food. You know, sometimes it is about that. It's a Thanksgiving or something meal, but sometimes it's about just the gathering and the conversation and the fun. And I agree. I think sometimes we can put up these barriers and we aren't hospitable because of some of these practical things in our minds that we think has to look or be a certain way as opposed to just being and sharing and showing up. Yeah. And when we're talking about art, I mean, every artist has a slightly different style. And so, you know, in one space we might, somebody maybe, it is their style to have it all set out and whatnot. And another person, their style is to say, this is where the, the glasses are. You are always welcome to go and get a glass. And these are two different styles, but they're based on the person's style, right? And both can communicate a certain amount of love and connection and joy and relationship. And so um, I'm reminded not too long ago in a podcast, you know, Christina, you were talking, or Chris was really talking about you would sit down with coffee with your friends. He would play pool before they would start talking. And there, again, it's just like style and, and what we need. And I think of spiritual directors. I met a spiritual director who uh, specializes in directing through um, oh, those like Dungeons and Dragons games. Like I'm not, I am so unfamiliar. I forget what it's called, <laughs> but that is so beautiful because you can connect on a level that is specific to you. Is it role-playing, role-playing maybe? <laughs> I'm getting the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate you naming style. I, and I appreciate your story. And it reminds me just uh, the other day, uh, a tree fell down in our yard and we were cutting it down and a neighbor walked by and he was talking to us and it, it just touched him that we as a family were doing it. I had two of my children out there. One was inside cooking lunch for us with mom and and we were out there, had the chainsaw out, cutting it up. And and he just really enjoyed seeing us as a family. And he goes, you're going to pay them, right? And um, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to. And so he said, here, this is my style. He, he goes to the bank and he gets $100 worth of $2 bills. And he gave me $2 bills to pay my children with. And then he told me, I this is I go eat at this restaurant and this is what I tip the waitress with. I give her three $2 bills every time I go eat there. And that's just that's you know that's his style. That's him making his mark on the world. And um you know I think I think we all have a a mark to leave in our spaces. And so I appreciate you naming that. I appreciate the conversation today. Uh thank you so much for for having this conversation. Well, now is the part of our podcast where we talk about what we are into. What are we into 
So I have been into, just this week, uh, this Native American blessing that somebody introduced me to. It's an unknown author, but I liked it so much it's on my fridge now. And it's short enough I can read it for us here. So it goes, May the sun bring you energy by day. May the moon softly restore you by night. May the rain wash away your worries. May the breeze blow new strength into your being. May you walk gently through the world and know its beauty all the days of your life. So that is what is on my fridge and I am reading it daily this week. That's beautiful. Thank you, Christina. Well, I am into fresh cut flowers. Uh, we have some really sweet neighbors at the end of the street and every weekend they, they have like a lovely flower garden and every weekend they have a, a little wagon out front and they, with holes cut out and they put bouquets of flowers for the neighbors to come pick up fresh cut flowers. So we've really enjoyed a lot of like cut flowers throughout the summer. We currently have beautiful Gerber daisies in a vase in the center of our dining room table and it just brightens up the room. So I am really into fresh cut flowers from the neighbors. Well, I am into something that sort of goes along with our theme. Uh, we are having some guests come this week, uh, some students from a seminary, and we have the opportunity to talk about this very thing, hospitality. It's kind of under a different heading. It's, we're calling it being a good neighbor. And so one of the things that I've been into is what we call neighbor mapping. And, you know, you draw a map, a map of your neighborhood, and then you try to put names to the houses. And so I, I've been trying to do that. I think that's something that we want to do with these seminarians and talk about good neighboring and uh, maybe even talk about some mutual experiences of how we've, we've done that. So that is what I'm into, neighbor mapping. Well, thank you so much. It's been a wonderful conversation. We'll see you soon. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, we invite you to stay connected by signing up for our Foundry Spiritual Center newsletter, where you can learn about even more programs and offerings. You'll find a link to subscribe in the show notes or visit us anytime at foundrysc.com. Thanks again for being with us. We hope you have a great week.